We read this morning from Luke's Gospel account, chapter 2, verses 8 to 14. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Dear fellow redeemed, You've no doubt noticed that Christmas is often used as a banner for commercialism, materialism, what have you. In an attempt to move in the opposite direction, many have adopted this simple sentiment that simply says, Christmas is more about giving than it is about receiving. And if those words sound familiar to you, that's good, because they show up somewhere else, namely in Acts 20, when Jesus is being quoted as having said, Truly, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Now, obviously, Jesus isn't wrong. But this morning, I invite you to look at it from a different point of view. The original viewpoint, the viewpoint of fallen mankind and from that point of view, it is plain to see that that very first Christmas was not about giving at all, but rather it was about receiving. And when the children of Israel were confronted with the glory of the Lord, they were afraid. They wanted Moses to intercede for him. And even when Moses descended from the mountain, he wore the veil over his face because it shone so brightly. When the angels appeared to the people in the Bible, and the glory of the Lord shined around them, they had to tell people not to fear, as they did with these shepherds in our account this morning. And there's a reason for this. The glory of God is lost on mankind. Man used to walk with God in perfection. He was made in that perfect image of God. But, as you know, that image was lost in the fall. He no longer walked with God, but in the garden he hid from him. He was ashamed. There was something wrong. Man had distanced himself from his maker. And that was the sad state of things. Adam and Eve were literally giving, or given all the freedom in the world with one restriction, not to eat from the tree. And that's exactly what they did. They ate from the tree. They fell for that temptation of the devil. And if we look at ourselves, we can see that we're no better. The sinful flesh wants to do sinful things continually. What good could we possibly give to anybody, nonetheless to God? We're hapless, we're helpless, and we fall short of God's glory. And that fact only elevates the importance of Christ's sacrifice. 
Because when you take a step back to think about it, Christmas really is a unique celebration. In it, we praise God that His Son came into the world. He was human, just like you and me, and yet He was still fully God as well. He was born of a virgin. He was born in a specific place. He had a very specific task. God would redeem His people through His Son, who was a King of kings and the Lord of lords, And how would he achieve this? He would achieve this by a gruesome death. But then also, he would rise again from death itself. And when we look at these things, at this man who would do them, the wondrous and miraculous things, who was it? Why, it was that little babe wrapped in the swaddling cloths lying in the manger. Those glad tidings that were announced to the shepherds were announced to each and every one of us, to us. A Savior has been born to us. A Savior has been given. As was mentioned in yesterday's chapel, this was no stroke of luck or a coincidence by any means. This was all planned. God promised us a Savior when that first sin was committed in the garden because we could not give to him what was required for our salvation. The demands of the law were too great. They were perfect, for God was perfect. But we are far from it. But by that little child lying in the manger that God sent to the world, we would receive righteousness. God would see his perfection clothed on each of us. And that is a gift that we could never repay. He freely gave us His Son, and His Son would then freely give Himself on the cross for each of us. And it is by Him, by His blood, by His sacrifice, that we received the benefits. We are now blameless in God's eyes because of Jesus, because that child that we celebrate on Christmas, that perfect gift given to mankind that very first Christmas. So yes, it truly is more blessed to give than to receive. Jesus himself said that. But it is because of him that we can. He first gave to us. He cured the death that was in each and every one of us. He wiped away that rot of sin that was in each of us. And by his Holy Spirit, we receive that Christmas blessing of a Savior Not just for some people, but for all people. And we can joyously praise God as the angels and the heavenly host did on that very first Christmas by proclaiming glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. Amen. We conclude with singing hymn 76, verses 1, 2, and 4.